There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Country music star Tracy Bird performs live at the Great Frederick Fair in Frederick, Maryland this Friday night. He joined me to discuss his biggest hits, including Watermelon Crawl, Keeper of the Stars, Don't Take Her, She's All I've Got, I'm From the Country, Ten Rounds with Jose Cuervo, and Drinking Bone. Hey, Jason, how are you? Hey, Tracy Bird. Thanks for joining us on WTOP in D.C. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course. You kidding me? This is an honor. Uh, we're talking because you're coming to the Great Frederick Fair in Frederick, Maryland uh, on Friday, September 22nd. It's about, you know, 45 minutes, an hour north of D.C., actually my hometown. So we're fired up to see you, man. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Great. Yeah. Yeah, you're performing with Jody Messina. Uh, we just interviewed her last week, and I think she was saying that this is sort of like a one-off. Like, she's doing her Heads Carolina Tales California tour, but this is, like, separate. Like, you two aren't touring together, right? Like, where, So where does this fall for you and your whole tour situation? The same thing. We've done, uh, I guess we've done three shows together this year, and we did uh, all three or four together last year. It's not a, a set deal, but it's but it's worked out well to book us together for us to do shows together. And, of course, I... You know, Jody's about the coolest gal I know, so so I love working with her. Oh, yeah, and between the two of you, man, you've had so many hits, we've lost count and have to start counting again. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty pretty clever there yes sir yeah we both had great great careers and and i mean she's on a on another role now after the cole swindell song and everything like that so she's got she's really doing great i know yeah we, we're sitting there talking with our our nieces and they know they know the cole swindell and we're like actually go back and listen to the jody it's it's based on another <laughs> song can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the watermelon crawl remix by Cole Swindell, you know. <laughs> but um, it's awesome. funny because he played he played my hometown in Beaumont long, long ago. And of course, I was on the road; I didn't get to see the show. But they said he he in the middle of his show he did watermelon crawl. So. Of course. Well, you know, it's kind of cool. We were, we were talking to Jody about this, too, but it's the same with your music. Like, everything old is new again. I think because of, she was saying she thinks, you know, because of streaming, like, there's no such thing as, like, you know, oh, this is an old album or a new album. Like, it'll just come on Pandora or Spotify right after some new song. So kids don't know the difference. They're like, oh, that's a good song. Yeah, I think I, I haven't really thought of it that way, but uh, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they hear it even when they didn't intend to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well are you kidding me with your great songs everybody should seek them out we should all intend to, to hear them well you mentioned your hometown of beaumont texas like tell me your you know kids these days love their superhero origin stories tell me your origin story what'd you grow up listening to like i want to know like your country idols that kind of thing when you were a kid yeah i mean uh you know i grew up listening to merle haggard and and uh george jones of course george jones is from my hometown so mm. grew up listening to george and uh 
And uh, and then, you know, George Strait came along and, you know, when I was, I guess, just about to go into high school and, and, uh, and I really fell in love with his music and kind of, it kind of tried to, to mirror him for a long time. So, so those guys were my, my heroes, you know, and, uh, and still are, <laughs> you know, I just, I love traditional country music and, uh, steel guitar and fiddle. And, uh, and that's, uh, kind of what I enjoyed doing what I was meant to do, I believe. I'm with you, man. There's something about that steel guitar and and no, no throwing shade on any current artists. There's some great songs out there today, but there's something oh, about that classic sound. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. It just doesn't, you know, that's country to me, you know, but when, you know, when you grow up in the, in uh, George Jones's hometown, you can't help, but, you know, fall in love with that style that's, of music, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, there's nobody country than, than Jones. <laughs> <laughs> exactly well you you've done pretty damn well for yourself so i how to remind our listeners um and i i'm sure it's a a long involved story of paying your dues and i think you had like a local band with like even wasn't mark chestnut in it for a bit or something uh well he i, I took over uh playing uh when mark headed out on the road i took over playing with with his band when he uh went to record his first album and uh i left the band i was with and kind of just played with his band as a guest uh at his house gig here in, in beaumont and uh and then once they headed out on the road i put uh put my band back together and and i played took the house gig that mark had had for several years you know and uh and then i got signed to mca right behind mark so so we kind of ended up on the same record label too oh that's so awesome i'm gonna do my there's like i said there's so many hits we've lost count and have to count again so i'm gonna try to jump i'm gonna try to hit some of them uh w- w- there's no way we can hit them all but uh remind our listeners some of the the jams they're gonna hear at the frederick fair here so obviously <laughs> that first self-titled album on mca like you mentioned in tracy bird in 93 your first number one hit hold in heaven i'm sure folks will hear that uh but tell me let's jump yes. ahead a minute let's tell me about uh the second album no ordinary man we got lifestyle of the not so rich and famous so many good ones but tell me about watermelon crawl like why is that and and gosh we just lost jimmy buffett he talked about blowing out flip-flops and margaritas and but you sort of do a different drinking song a watermelon crawl it's it's about responsible drinking right you got to get home safe (laughs) yeah 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 absolutely yeah well that that song uh you know um of course i have keeper the stars it was a song of the year Mm -hmm. and and in in 95 and a huge song but but uh and people would assume that's my biggest hit but there's it's not. <laughs> it's not. A, Watermelon Crawl is hands down the most popular song that I've got with the fans. I mean, it's the one they start screaming for when the show starts and they don't stop streaming until I do it. And um, it, it's just been a crazy song. I, I guess when I cut it, I really, you know, didn't think uh, that it would be as as big and as lasting as it has been. But uh but it has been. It's been an amazing, amazing ride with that song. And, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at without it. Absolutely. I know it was around the time of like Boots, Scoot, and Boogie and all that. Was there like an official line dance to the Watermelon Crawl? Like, is there a way to actually do oh. a Watermelon Crawl? Oh, yeah. that it won, <laughs> it won Line Dance of the Year that oh. year. They actually had Line Dance Awards in Nashville. Line <laughs> dancing had gotten so big that they had their own awards show in Nashville every year back then in the 90s and uh awesome. and yeah i won uh i won line dance of the year but i can't do it 
I'm no dancer. <laughs> and it's different whether it's seedless watermelon or with the seeds in. It might, you might stagger a little differently depending yeah, on how, exactly, how, exactly. how spiked that watermelon. <laughs> but um, I love that. Well, oh, by the way, I'm glad that you mentioned, um, before we move off that album, I'm glad you mentioned Keeper of the Stars. Like, yeah, one song of the year at the ACMs. Um, but it was written by Dickie Lee, who my wife actually, when she was like a, a teenager, recorded one of Dickie Lee's songs. And she sung his praises so highly. But that song's almost like the original god bless the broken road you know what i mean like it was in the stars and, and god it was no accident me finding yeah dicky yeah it's interesting dicky uh dicky was a you know a great you know hall of fame songwriter uh and a great guy on top of that just a wonderful guy to be around but uh and he has uh uh ties to beaumont here too um jack clement and bill hall people have to google and look them up but they they were the original uh power guys in the publishing business and the production business and and uh bill was from beaumont and he bu built a studio here in downtown beaumont and uh and dickie actually recorded his hit patches uh here in beaumont at, at bill's studio here and so so that's kind of a neat deal me and dickie used to always talk about and and uh, uh but uh but yeah uh you know dickie wrote she thinks i still care for george jones you know which is a, a classic country song and yeah and and so at that age, you know, even in the 90s there, he was still writing hits when he wrote Keeper of the Stars and uh, with Karen Staley and and uh and uh Danny Mayo, uh but uh but uh, yeah, it was it was a a pretty pretty amazing ride for for Dickie and I was pretty lucky to get a hold of Keeper of the Stars cuz it you know, it it was that kind of song, that kind of classic song that uh that'll live on forever. You know, everybody hopes they have a one or two and uh and i i'm lucky i i've had a few so i really oh, yeah. really that's am one, thankful that's one of those great like everything happens for a reason romantic songs you know what i mean you it, it is and, and yeah and i never seen the i mean honestly never seen the the wedding song thing coming i mean it it ended up being the <laughs> and, and still is used all the time in weddings people's weddings so so that's pretty awesome too i had some uh early 20s you know, like, look, they were like they were in their early 20s come to a meet and greet uh, last week and tell me that they had just got married and that they use Keeper of the Stars as their song. So, oh my so gosh. once again, even the young kids are, you know, they maybe they heard it on Spotify without even intending to hear it, like you said. <laughs> yeah, well, a good song's a good song. And I, th I yeah, I think that and uh, John Michael Montgomery's I Can Love You Like That were like one and two on the charts that year. Talk about a wedding songs, baby. Man, that was that's a, that was a yeah. good year for wedding songs. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's it, it's it's uh you know country music is really geared toward toward that i mean and and uh, uh and and that you know for for uh, since the beginning of time the love songs have pretty much ruled oh yeah i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Well, let's uh, let's hit a few more. I, man, I'm like, I, it's just like torture having to skip over a couple. I'm looking down the list because uh, like I want to <laughs> do love lessons and walking to Jerusalem, but we don't have time. So, <laughs> hey, let me jump ahead to big love and uh, don't take her. She's yeah. all I've got. That one, I, we can't have this interview without that song. Why do you think that one yeah. connected so well? Yeah, yeah. Well, that one uh, is old. You know, I'm, I was a big Johnny Paycheck fan. I used to do his songs in clubs all the time, and I did. And if you go back to my first album, uh, I had a top 20 hit on someone to give my love to mm -hmm. uh which was a which was an old johnny paycheck song and and when i went in the studio me and tony brown my producer and we we had both of those songs with us on that first album and we decided well let's do someone to give my love to and he said and he said let's just remember to come back in a few albums and do don't take her she's all i've got so uh so we uh, about six years later i we were sitting in the studio and I said, Hey, we never did cut. Don't take her. She's all I've got. And he goes, Oh yeah. I said, let's, I said, cause we had a little extra time in the studio and we were trying to figure out something to cut. And, uh, so we threw that down, like really, I mean, one take kind of deal and, uh, with the band and, and, uh, and it became a, became a big hit for us all over again. And that's an interesting song too, in the fact that, uh, Bobby Blue Bland, I believe it was, had a blues hit on it uh, in the in the either the fifties or early sixties, and then uh, Johnny Paycheck came back and cut it uh, in the in seventy six and had a a big hit record on it, which is the one that I listened to, mm -hmm. and I, and in the interim, David Allen Coe also cut it. Oh and then I come, then I come back and cut it in in '98 and and have another hit on it. So uh, so they, you know, old songs just they don't go away. They don't get, you know, they're still great songs even years later. So so it's a uh, I've always uh, you know looked at at older music and and remaking songs because you know a whole generation hasn't heard them uh, until you know you maybe bring them back. Yeah, and and my generation knows your vert like you are that version of that song for us. You know what I mean? Like it's so right, cool right. that you put your stamp on it. Um, uh, well, all right. right. The ne next album, I'm from the country, and I like it that way. Why do you think? I mean, there there's a lot of country songs that are you know, um, you know, what was it? <laughs> Alabama was you know, I was born country. There, I mean, there's a ton of them. Uh, but like, why do you mm -hmm. think those songs like that? Like, it's like highlighting not only this is the type of music we love, but it's almost like this is our way of life. You know, you know, you don't need an invitation everybody knows everybody like yeah is that the yeah. to those songs yeah i think certain songs have an uh you know whether they're intended to be written that way or not uh they have like an an anthem quality to them you know right, right and and i believe that i'm from the country is one of those anthem type songs that everyone who is truly from the country uh you know that's how they feel and uh and and that song uh that was another song that we had on an earlier session and didn't cut and we came back and cut it uh, later on, uh, on on a on a later session for another album, and ended up being, of course, the title track to that album and a and a big hit record, and still is a huge. I mean, the crowd pretty much sings that one for me. You know, I can kind of just turn the mic and let let the crowd sing on that one they they, they sing every word oh well they, they're gonna know how to work and know how to play in in frederick maryland at the fair so they will, <laughs> he will be singing along all right maybe time for like one more uh all right well obviously it's about time was had put your hand in mind that was big as well but uh let's jump in yeah. ahead and do of course the title track off of, off of your seventh album 10 rounds uh 10 rounds yeah. with jose cuervo everyone knows that and i guess that was your first number one back since uh holding heaven since the beginning that so that song was huge um what do 
we want to say about that? I mean, it's a great drinking song, just like Watermelon Crawl. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those, you know, one of those party songs that uh, that uh, it, it's all about fun. It's all uh, in jest. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, of course no, you know, we're not encouraging people to try to drink ten rounds with Cuervo because tequila will get you <laughs> quick. And word will uh, make, uh, make your clothes fall off, depending who you're. What song you're that's, that's right, depending on what song. Yeah, he'll do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, just one of those songs that, um, once again, just a great sing-along, fun, country party song uh, that everybody tends to, to gravitate to. I mean, there, there's a lot of them that are written, but, you know, there's certain ones that are just a little better than others, you know, and that's, that's I was lucky to get a hold of, of that one and, uh, and, and have a, a big hit on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, between, you know, Garth doing two pina coladas and you're doing 10 rounds of Hoboy, you took what he did with the two pina coladas and multiplied it by five. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. But but folks, do the watermelon crawl home. You know, be drink safely, no matter how many rounds you go. All right. Well, um, (laughs) do we have time to talk drink and bone? That's another one. (laughs) Well, sure. Of course. All right. So the the eighth album, Truth About Men. Same same writers as uh, as as. 10 rounds with Jose Cuervo, my buddy Casey Bethard. Uh, he wrote 10 rounds with Jose Cuervo and, and, uh, we're setting, we're getting ready to do the, the other record. And, and, uh, they literally wrote it that morning. They, they sat down and uh, him and Kerry Kurt Phillips and said, let's write a song for birds album. He's about to cut. And, uh, they sat down and wrote drinking bone in like 20 minutes and, uh, <laughs> and literally recorded it on a, on a, uh, like a, a set player and ran it over to us at the office. We were literally listening to songs, getting ready to cut. And uh, they ran it over there and said, "You got to hear this." And I said, "Oh, that's the end. I'm cutting it around." You know. So, and of course, it ended up. Uh, you know, it's kind of like almost like a nursery rhyme kind of kind of singing. And uh, uh, and uh, and it was pretty easy to to hear that that one would be a be an instant hit. Right, exactly. It's like a nursery rhyme that, you know, in, in preschool, we would sing the head bone connected yeah. to the neck bone or whatever. And that, <laughs> exactly. You just, yeah, exactly. you spru- spruce it up for, for a night out on the town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, you've been so generous with your time. Uh, everyone, uh, bring your drinking bone and, uh, and, and just and your dancing shoes. Come on out to the Great Frederick Fair. <laughs> we'll have a heck of a show for you. Yeah, it's this Friday, I think. So, yeah, September 22nd, this yes, Friday at the Great Frederick Yes, sir. Hey, Tracy Bird, thank you so much. This was so much fun. And keep, keep doing, you know, your, your brand of Beaumont, Texas uh, country music. I love it. Uh, keep it coming. Well, thank you, Jason. I appreciate you talking to me. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.